Welcome, welcome everyone. This is Lack of Lepers with um, all kind of stuff. Conflict Magazine, um, the Society for Containment Fiction, um, and now Conflict Call-In. So welcome. Um, if you would like, jump on into the Conflict Call-In on-air voice channel. If you'd like to just uh, contribute through text, obviously we have the Conflict Call-In Lounge available for you as well. So we want to welcome everybody uh, today. This is the second of our episodes. These are soon to go up on, um, you know, podcasting service or whatever. Um, but it's the weekend. It's Sunday. So we wanted to sort of do this uh, two days in a row. Don't know if that's going to happen frequently. But, um, you know, it just seems seems like a nice thing to do. So the reason we're doing this um, is because there's too much content, and that's always been the problem. Um, that's really why the magazine was started. It's why we have uh, people writing for that, um, and it's why we compensate people for that. Um, but there's too much information um, to to cover efficiently, and that is also the case with... Um, with uh, just my blog, which which sort of tends to take a more critical uh, and, and uh, negative, for lack of a better word, tone with a lot of the um, news that comes out of containment fiction, primarily the SCP wiki. So, um, definitely want to kind of start doing what I said I would do, which is uh, going over the recaps. Um, that's what we'll be doing today. Once again, if you uh, are in the, the voice chat, feel free to, to jump in. This is not a stage. Uh, this is a lounge. So um, that's also really in line with the whole motive behind this, which is to get help. Uh, once again, the whole thing about this community is to get help um, with, the, uh, with the magazine and, and everything like, like that. Mm-mm. Phone number is 316-444-3115. If you call, we'll hear your phone call. I have the volume turned down so that, you know, a troll can't immediately, uh, you know, blast the uh, blast the um, recording here. But also because the, the phone call volume is really, really loud. So I have that set down very low. You'll have to wait a second. I'll answer your call, put you on hold, uh, then increase the volume so that actually people can hear you which they won't be able to do when you initially call. But anyway, uh, so let's try to get through this um, and start the show. So we're looking at the November 2021 recaps, which came out, I guess, uh, last couple of days of December. By the way, if you're listening to this in the podcast, that's nice. This is obviously after the fact in the actual um voice channel I have my screen shared so uh, there are some visuals that go along with this yeah pretty sure you can see that let me know if you can't see that all right let's get into this so um November 2021 recap, you know, just on the 
surface of things, it looks like the list of topics is a little uh, smaller than the one in October, which was insane, which was just a crazy amount of material. Obviously, these are all collapsed, so that can, you know, looks can be deceiving. But I do notice just off the bat that there's an October recap review right here. Um, so this is going to be an interesting one right here, the ES incident. Um, I'll go ahead and say that I this might be a two-parter because I've only gotten notes uh, up to about um, here, Pride Month or so. It just depends on what everybody is uh, doing. If anyone wants to talk, uh, maybe that'll fill in. So we're going to go through these um, topics one by one as we typically do, or as we typically would on the uh, blog. And some of them are just sort of, um, you know, nothing burgers. So we'll just we'll just move past them. Uh, but I do have my notes here. So let's go ahead and start. The first topic is the uh, post signatures and rating modules. This is basically talking about, you know, uh, where does the rating module go? Does it necessarily have to be somewhere? This has really been a long-standing topic. Um, we can see uh, eight years ago, by the way, this post on the Reddit um, asking about hiding the rating module. Um, you know, seeing that this is this is usually the concern that people have, and it's a very valid concern. I don't think it can be argued against. Um, I think that the rating module obviously has its place. Uh, I have a lot of history of. Um, you know, criticizing the rating module, I think it is a sort of nidus, uh, a real, real um, infection point for a lot of things that have gone wrong, as does Dr. Gears, by the way, which was quite a vindication to see uh, mid this year. But we all know the rating module does something useful. Um, and that is to curate, first of all. But second of all... Um, it, it is a very convenient heuristic because a heuristic is something that saves you time, which hopefully is what I'm doing here. So you don't have to read the, uh, <laughs> the, the recaps uh, necessarily. But yeah, so the, the rating module is a sort of heuristic. It's the same, in one sense, it's the same thing that you would be doing functionally when you look at something like Amazon.com and you see the rating of a product and you see the general star Everybody knows those can be gamed, and they are. And um, to a lesser extent, that can be gamed on SCP, and probably has, uh, by the way. If no one's ever done the thought experiment, uh, this does exist. Um, it can't be proven. It's not provable, so it would firmly be planted into the realm of conspiracy theory. But for our purposes, we can euphemize that, put a positive spin on it, and just say that it's a thought experiment. The thought experiment is that... You basically have free liberty to create as many sock puppet accounts as you would like. And if someone was obsessed enough and dedicated enough, and I don't think it's a question as to whether or not the people of that nature exist on the SCP wiki, um, you know, you could theoretically just very slowly, very, very methodically over the course of several months. And the dedication here would have to be spread out to maybe a year. Um, or so, but you could you could eventually amass enough sock puppet accounts and have that organized and have enough time to go in, log in, to really boost any of your posted articles to a sufficient degree. You, there, there is nothing structurally, philosophically, technically in the way of anybody uh, who has enough patience 
and enough time forming an army of of uh, people who can upvote. What's up, y'all? Uh, so really, anybody who can um, have that much patience can all automatically guarantee any number of upvotes to any article that they post. And as long as you're using the rating module, uh, you know, um, dogmatically as a indication of quality, you know, you've all, you've gamed the system. You've really hacked to the system and short circuited it. But all that to say, um, those are some functions of the rating module. They can be hacked. But there's still a function, which is that um, it's nice to know if an article is going to be worth your time or not, particularly in today's environment where the SAP wiki is flooded, inundated with a tremendous number of articles, too many uh, for anyone to read, actually. So it's more valuable than ever in one sense because you need that to sort of guide what you need to bring your attention to and use your time with. But um, there's nothing really arguing against the point that this should be optional. I should have the option to see a rating. Uh, because what is being taken from you when you don't have that option is a preconceived notion that is being forced upon you, particularly because the rating module is up in the right corner of the page. It's typically the first thing that people can see and do see. That really colors everything. I think what's supposedly something that should be very paramount and philosophically important to something like the SCP wiki and really all of the containment fiction to an extent is uh, that we need to be treating each and every article as uh, an independent reviewer. We need to be scientific about this. I don't need to be going off and reading someone else's study results uh, prior to determining how I'm going to structure my own experiment. That's really a violation and a bastardization of the scientific method, which I think is important to keep in mind when it comes to article adjudication. Uh, because if we want this to be the best product, it needs to be, uh, needs to be a blinded study. Uh, in the same way that a, a study for a drug would need to be you know, double-blinded, for example. The point of that is to remove bias so that you can get to the most scientifically meaningful answer. So the rating module as a uh, mandate prevents that from happening. You know, you, you don't have the, you literally have to train yourself, which I've done, and it takes a long time. You have to train yourself to not look at it in order to be rid of this impinging force telling you what you should conclude potentially, or at least nudging you in that direction. So we see here, for example, eight years ago, this is on the screen, uh, the subreddit, Reddit subreddit, eight years ago, somebody says, is it possible to hide the rating module on the site? Seeing a low score makes me not want to read it, even though, even though I might like it. That's its own commentary for the power of the rating module and determining what is and what isn't quality. But uh, let's ignore that. Um, some people say some things here, but let's move on. Uh, so there's actually, don't know if you know this, there's actually a, um, well, here again is another example of, a, of an individual asking if they can move the rating module to the bottom of the article. Because honestly, logically, that's where it should go, by the way. Uh, that is the most um, proper place for the rating module, which is after you've read it. Uh, and if you really are the person who wants to use it as a functional heuristic, there's no problem. You can simply jump down to the bottom of the page. 
In fact, the rating module doesn't really need to exist as its own code snippet because it's already baked into uh, the page. If you go down to the bottom and click the rating module, you can see that. Um, Jane Bond. Uh, I guess I guess Blake did just leave. That's okay. Maybe he'll be back. How you doing? Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Um, jump on in if you want to say something. By the way. So, anyway, all this to point out that the rating module has been questioned for a very very long time. Um. There is this as well, which was released uh, God knows when, but it's basically a plugin um, that you can download and install here. I think it works on Firefox. I think it works on Chrome. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, this removes um, it removes the rating from all the from all the articles, so that you don't have to do that. So this is an option. Um, you know, I, I think it's quite limited of a recourse because. Um, you have to download this. You have to be operating on something like Mozilla for it to work. And honestly, once again, if we're coming at the SCP Wiki and containment fiction as a whole in a philosophy that wants to prioritize quality and uh, remove potential sources of bias in determining that quality, this shouldn't be something that's relegated to a script on one browser. This should be something that's baked into the Wiki itself. So this is why I, you know, did this, which is, um, this actually exists on all my articles, but 001's being a sort of uh, magnum opus, this is certainly something that I intentioned to uh, do, which was a simple collapse of the rating module. It's really not that hard. Uh, you have the option to look at it if you don't want to look at it. Uh, it's just polite. It's, uh, it's just a polite thing to do. And I'm encouraged and happy to see that this does exist elsewhere in other people's articles, particularly, or I should say just usually only on the RPC. I don't know if this is going to catch on. I don't think it will. I would like for it to. Uh, but I am, I am encouraged to see that. All right, moving on. The next thing of notice is the replacing the arc links with the INT link. So in this one, basically, um, they revisit, as they have done several times, um, the idea... Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Look at that. Mmm, some lunch. Whew. Hey, will you close that door? This is a live show, after all. Thanks. <laughs> That's my wife. She's awesome. Okay. So, um, yeah, the discussion about arcs has been ongoing for a while. I think the first time it was seriously uh, questioned again was, um, I think it was earlier this year. Um, but you can see, I've prepared some links here. This is, um, this is the discussion thread. So basically what happens is here is they talk about starting a discussion thread. The discussion thread is supposed to be about whether or not arcs need to be completely removed from the site. Specifically here, it's being talked about, a, a link is being talked about. Um, but anyway, there's basically uh, a statement that says that a topic needs to go up on this, on 05. So, um, this does finally go up eventually, uh, much later um, in December. But here it is. 
this is the thread uh, asking the question that's being talked about. And uh, there's a couple things of note. First is this good comment by uh, user Jordan. Um, and what they say that's important is that this first section of the archived pages is about something called referential integrity. And what that means essentially, <coughs> excuse me, is that um, basically you need to archive some things even if they go into deletion range because other articles on the site are sort of dependent upon them as a reference, uh, whether it be just a cross-link or whether it be some sort of like lore or something like that that's actually integral to, um, to understanding the article and such that it wouldn't make sense if the article was deleted. I hope this is starting to sound familiar. I hope you can see where I'm going with this, but uh, let's keep going and we'll get to it eventually. Um, that's, that's really one of the arguments for keeping archived pages. A little further down, uh, Guy, I think is how you say this person's name, sans the numbers, um, references a previous proposal, which, as they say, passed with virtually no dissent. So if we actually go to that, um, this is something that Guy posited, so no wonder that this individual is bringing it up. Um, but in this one, we basically um, are looking at uh, the staff bringing up the idea of archiving. A little interesting fact, uh, what prompted this, um, you can see in the first sentence, an archival vote was posted to the comments of an article below the deletion threshold. Does anyone know what that article was? That article was Milk Jesus, which you might remember was initially uh, SCP-6542. It made a big old hubbub. Everybody everybody heard about this one. Um, it was, I think, I think it was the first article that went up on the magazine about this, was about this, written by um, our good friend, Pour One Out uh, for it. But um, this was a big deal and caused quite a lot of contention in the, uh, in the community when it was released. So uh, it eventually got down below the, the threshold um, and uh, it was asked if it could be archived because already it had, it had basically become a medic. It had basically become a cultural phenomenon, a subcultural phenomenon in the community. And so people had already written things about it. For example, look at this. This is a, on the screen here. This is a wonderful piece of art called Milk Jesus. I think it's really, really good. Um, and so obviously this doesn't make any sense if you don't have uh, the original SCP-6542. This isn't the only one, there's others, um, as you can see down here. So this was um, the motive for starting this discussion here. Interesting fact. But it was decided um, it was decided, as you can see here, uh, that basically um, nobody wanted to keep these art articles around for the simple fact that, um, that they would maintain referential integrity. So uh, what that means is that the decision unanimously, as Guy says here, basically with no dissent, um, Oh, by the way, before I move on, the uh, new there's a new 6542 written by, I think it's Jack, 
Dragon, I think I think is the author. But basically, it's a rewrite of it, and um, you know, it's a little less uh, controversial and more successful version of it. If you haven't read this, I would recommend that you read it. I think it's pretty good. Um, it certainly does the original justice. It, it even includes um, a oh yeah, the lactoderm, which is the scientific term for that little uh, thin skin layer of milk that can happen if you heat milk up, for example, or if you let it curdle, which is gross. <laughs> but anyway, um, I haven't read the whole thing, I'll admit, um, but I did read a, a little portion of it, and I thought it was um, what I read was good. So, anyway, um, we're still following this rabbit hole of uh, ARC. Basically, um, this was passed in August, uh, and it was a unanimous vote to open up ARCs to deletion. And the reason that this was approached was basically this one ARC 252, which was uh, a gay bomb article that you may or may not be familiar with. Um, but anyway, so this was sort of taken down. Basically, they, they voted to uh, not keep ARCs is the, uh, is the point. And the real point that I'm getting at is that uh, integral to the decision to get rid of ARCs was the idea that maintaining referential integrity, that statement that we visited just now, basically the argument that we need to keep this around because other things are dependent upon it, that argument was deemed to not be sufficient to keep ARC articles around. Where am I going with that? Well, I'm going here. I always go here. This is um, what I call the 2021 death of the author. I think it's the, it's by far the most significant thing to ever happen in, in SCP Wiki history. Um, there are certainly things that predate it, uh, that you know precede it chronologically. Um, there are certain things that this is predicated upon that are arguably just as important. Um, but I think this was the moment um, that the site died. Because when you kill your authors, you basically kill the site. Because the site is supposed to be, um, it's supposed to be reliant upon the authors. So um, the reason I'm bringing this up, as I always do, I always reference this, all roads lead to this. This is, um, this is uh, the, the catastrophic and cataclysmic event of the SCP Wiki. Uh, in my opinion, the SCP Wiki died in February of, the, of uh, last year. But the reason why I'm bringing this up here, the reason why it's relevant, is because um, one of the primary arguments that people posited and used to support their decision to ignore the previously traditional and previously uh, sort of elevated and respected uh, process of an author deleting their works as they like. One of the reasons that they gave was that we can't do that because um, backlinks, crosslinks, wikiwalk links uh, will need to be fixed. Uh, look right here, for example, under a lot of the cons, um, we say, or they say, Site navigation will be damaged, you know, necessitating a large staff cleanup effort to correct hundreds of backlinks. Uh, and if you read, we won't do that now, but if you read people's um, rationales, they mention that, you know, this would, quote-unquote, break the wiki if they did this. 
uh, what they're arguing is referential integrity. So the reason why I'm pointing this out is because it's just very curious to see, uh, as a composite, the site and the staff particularly decide in one context that referential integrity is not really that important, uh, which is why they decided to get rid of the ARC, basically. While uh, in another context, when it's something that they don't want to have happen, suddenly referential integrity is an important point. And uh, such an important point that uh, their hands are tied, apparently. Uh, the next topic is about uh, Crombird, which is a bot um, built by someone called SMLT. I believe this person is on Wikidot. Um, but the discussion is about adding Crom to the wiki. Uh, Crom, this is Crom, if you don't know. Um, it's a bot. does a good job. It really replaces something that was brought up um, in in the October 21 recap, which is that basically this, the uh, search bar is broken. There it is, right there. So uh, Chrome does a pretty good job of, of uh, fixing this. So if, if you look, for example, on the Twitter, um, the 2021 post in November basically shows you how you can do um, a really competent search of the SCP wiki and of other wikis on Wikidot. That really solves a lot of problems uh, when it comes to the issues that have plagued the site, particularly recently as Wikidot crumbles regarding the, uh, the search function. Okay. Yeah, this next one. Let me get a bite. Hold on. Yep. All right, how are we doing time-wise? 26, not bad. All right, so um, this next topic, uh, discussion on ad cap, porting discussion on ad caps to the general staff chat. Um, let me pull up my notes here. Yeah, so we see in here uh, basically that, uh, was it Gee? Oh no, uh, somebody, doesn't matter, I guess. Somebody basically took an, a conversation that was happening in AdCap, which is the administrator and captain chat room, which is, by the way, one more layer insulated from staff chat. So it's this inner sanctum. You can think of it as this back, back room, this back, this closet of the back room, a smokier room than the smoky dark, dark room, where administrators and captains meet to discuss, I guess, very important things, things that, um, that are so important that people aren't allowed to see them. What those things could be, I don't know. If you have an idea of what uh, could be so important and um, so uh, worthy of secrecy as to have multiple tiers of obfuscurity when it comes to uh, chats, you know, let me know. Um, because the only thing I can think of is, you know, like personal details uh, with like um, harassment cases or perhaps disciplinary cases. Um, you know, maybe, you know, and even then you can really discord, especially you can, um, you can censor stuff. You can black box stuff in discord. So, you know, I don't really know that, uh, 
that's quite enough of a justification to keep the administrator, Captain Chat, so secretive. Um, I'm not saying that there are, aren't any reasons or any good reasons for it. I just think that there's a lot hiding behind that um, that excuse, which is pushed forward very, very seriously. And in fact, this was something that was discussed in the October recap quite a lot, particularly when um, Rounder House was pushing um, about the Dr. Akimoto situation. So basically, uh, there's a very, very long discussion on perceived admin secrecy. Um, and Rounder House and his buddies were basically pushing very hard uh, into, you know, the administrators and the captains who were present, by the way, in the conversation, but were also parallel present in their secret back room, right? So they were sort of game planning uh, over here while being observant of the actual chat. And it's very apparent, you can, you can go back and read the October recap if you want, but it's very apparent that the admins are scared. The only one who has any spine is the Deadly Moose, who, by the way, is competent enough to take all of these people on, I think. Uh, I do think that the, the Deadly Moose is on the losing end of this argument, um, just more generally here. Uh, but, uh, you know, the Deadly Moose is a very competent uh, philosopher, I think. Uh, in the containment fiction space, uh, a little, um, a little too much of a positive, like a logical positivist, where everything has to be logically defined. We all know that that doesn't work out very well in the end. Uh, you have to have some fluidity. Uh, everything can't be um, codified in a policy. You know, um, you have to sort of uh, push the thing down the hill and see if it works. Sometimes, uh, not everything can be answered in the uh, engineering room. But anyway, uh, Moose is the only one who really stands up to this uh, aggression from Rounder House and his, and his buddies who are basically calling out the fact that these admins are having a secreted conversation in their own chat rooms that, um, that they're basically, um, what's up? Nice to see you, LPP. Um, hey, jump on in if you want, by the way. Um, we're talking about, what are we talking about? Yeah, talking about the November 2021 recaps. And basically, um, we're in a discussion about uh, the possibility of staff asking conversations from ADCAP to be ported to general staff chat. So there was a lot of talk about that. Basically, Rounder House called him out and said, um, you know, we need to be able to get you guys to uh, come out from where you're hiding so that we can have the conversation because you're hiding, right? Which is telling. I mean, you know, you don't hide unless you got something to hide. So um, this is really a follow-up of that uh, where someone tries to do that. And then the admins actually get on to this person for doing that. So we see in the November recaps here, uh, where is that? Yeah. So many meets clarifies saying there's a distinction between redirecting discussion and screenshotting the chat. So the problem here was that somebody believing that redis redirecting discussion, you know, probably would include, you know, maybe the things that were said in that discussion. Uh, that that was wrong. Apparently, uh, you cannot screen chat, uh, screenshot the chat. You can't screen cap, add cap. Uh, that's a no, no. 
That's a SCP Administrator. Uh, ADCAP is short for Administrator Captain Chad. Yeah, so basically if you're an administrator or if uh, if you're a captain of a team, you can be a moderator and be a captain of a team. You can hang out. Yeah, you, you got, you know, credentials to hang out in the super, super cool chat. Yep. And that was a no-no. Yeah, so it is interesting. Um, so the result of the discussion apparently was that um, you can only port a conversation over to general staff once it is concluded in the ad cap. So in other words, if there's an active conversation in ad cap happening, you're not allowed to port it over to the staff chat, which is sort of contrary to the whole reason why it was asked for. Um, you know, that being that there was an active chat going on in the ad cap and it was a form of uh, dishonesty that was hoping to be rectified. You know, that didn't happen. So, um, Mm -hmm, exactly, and that's really what they come to. So uh, I think in the end, it states here that uh, no. Um, let's see. Gee agrees that this was not the correct move, but states that they believe no harm was caused, and that they only copied over relevant messages. So you know, m yeah, maybe it is just sort of a, a foul, you know, that they're calling just per the rule book, where you can't, you shouldn't be able to do that because because of any potential sensitive information that can be in there. I just think that it's interesting that there's there's a hyper. There's sort of a hyperinflammation to it. Um, it. It just tells me that there's there's still a lot of hesitancy, and my question would be, um, why why so much hesitancy? Uh, is it because you know what what is going on in AdCap that's so worthy of this secrecy? You know, it, there's an inordinate amount of it baked into the structure at SCP. It's almost as if it gets started off in that direction, and at some point, and, and now it's just something that's too ingrained to really remove. Um, uh, you know, where these attempts are... Yeah, and there is definitely a trend. I mean, if you trend this, uh, it's definitely definitely moving in that direction. You know, we, we've already um, really infiltrated, I guess you could say for lack of a better term, the staff chat uh, per these recaps. 
uh, you know, just, just an extraordinary amount of detail and insight into what's happening there. And I think that it was probably foolish to think that that was somehow going to be artificially stopped at the staff chat. You know, the ad cap, which was basically the bunker, uh, the refuge, which people ran into uh, after this was sort of breached, uh, that's clearly the next top uh, target. And I think it's per very obvious that uh, this is really what Rounder House and his uh, crew, whatever you decide to, whatever uh, proper noun you decide to give that crew, um, you know, that's really what they're after. Uh, they're they're using this idea of transparency and honesty as a wedge uh, that is really pushing into uh, any any give any um, crevice uh, that's that's uh, present. So, all right, sounds good. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for being here, by the way. Mm. I'm eating lunch, so you must be, you must be, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a late breakfast for you. Oh. Okay, yeah, do that. Get you some glucose. Now, can I add, is it Omicron? Is that the reason? Oh, yeah, you are. So I'll just forget the question. All right, well, you get something to eat. Um, all right, man, thanks. Anywho's, um, so, yeah, that, that's exactly what I was hoping to have happen, a, a discussion about why it is that there's so much secrecy around ADCAP. You know, there are certainly some justifications, but the question is not, are there some justifications? The question is, uh, do those justifications cover everything that they want them to? And I, I don't know if that the answer is, is yes. I really don't. All right. Um, we'll go over a couple more topics here, and then we'll cut it short. Um, I don't want to keep these too long. Um that's uh, sort of a, uh, a barrier that I like to enforce upon myself so that I don't um, undo the reason for doing this, which is hopefully to be a little more time efficient. But um, so we'll move on to a couple more and then uh, I think I have a pretty good stopping point. And of course, if anyone would rather discuss something else, then, you know, um, that's prefer that's preferable. This is just happening because, uh, you know, trying to have something to talk about. All right, so the next one is, um, we're going to skip this newbie guide rewrite. I don't think that really has anything to do with anything. Um, the next one, um, oh, actually, there is something to say in here. Um, so there's a line that says, uh, he adds, and he, I'm not sure, yeah, so he is uh, Lucio. He adds a request that anyone discussing the topic port their points over to the 05 thread for the love of God, <laughs> which is great because once again, the follow-up from the October recaps was a conclusive decision uh, and a demonstrate like a meta demonstration that this is just insane. It was its own argument. The fact that it happened without any commentary whatsoever, that the discord way of doing recaps is not sustainable due to the lack of a mitigating or a governing aspect in the discussion. 
you really get this on 05. That's really one of the benefits and really the primary argument, which is that 05 commands form style uh, is a more you know, composition-focused culture. It's a more composition-focused forum. Uh, welcome back, uh, James Bond. Um, it's a more co composition-focused culture of making statements. Uh, that acts as a governor to the speed of the conversation. It limits it. Uh, so that makes it more tighter and more focused. Also, it's a little more um, thought-provoking on the composition side of a statement to know that this is going to be absolutely public. So, you know, that's the whole point of going to 05 is so that we can have less uh, surface area, less ground to cover for the recap team. Um, that's something to note because it comes back up in the next point, which is the uh, concerns with the recaps. So now we're here on the topic uh, concerns with the recap. Anytime you see the Deadly Moose's name in the recaps, be ready, because there's a wall of text waiting for you. It's a brick wall, um, and it doesn't matter if you're standing still. Uh, motion is relative. It's actually coming at you. No problem. Um, that's just who Moose is. Uh, I'm not really one to criticize it, because obviously, <laughs> you know, that's who am I to say? Um, I'll say that we're lucky that we get a second order wall of text here. What's up, Blake? Uh, we get a second order wall of text. Uh, one degree removed here um, and we get a little bit of a higher strata like a general overview because it's long enough as it is um, You know the voluminous nature of the recaps are once again why I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm recording this is this is part of a podcast by the way This will be released as a podcast So, Yeah, I mean I uh, you can't see it on my screen. I guess I could share it if I want to but I got I got a I got a program recording this and All all your input is included so it's called config call-in. So that's what this is. So basically, um, it's a live... Oh, the topic is really anything. I mean, it's a call-in show. So in the absence of any call-ins or any, you know, uh, fronted conversations, we'll just basically go over things that, uh, that uh, I don't have time to, to write down. So like, for example, uh, right now we're talking about... I hope you can see the screen share, maybe. Uh, we're talking about the... November 2021 recaps. Um, you know, I think that these are long enough to merit their own recap, which is what I've, I've been trying to do on my blog. But this October 21 re 2021 recap was just so insanely long. Um, it was a four-part thing for me. Each one was probably 30-minute reads. So it's just insane. So we got to cover a lot more ground a lot more quickly, and that's the purpose of doing this uh, this show, this talk show. Yeah. All right, so um, this next topic that we're at right now on the 2021 uh, recaps of November is uh, concerns with the actual recap process. So once again, Deadly Moose is here, so get ready for a wall of text. Um, you know, I, I think that Moose's increased presence in the recap starting basically in October, it's no coincidence that these have gotten a little out of hand <laughs> when it comes to the length. Once again, I'm not, I'm not criticizing because I can't. It's like calling the the pot calling the kettle black. I can't do that. But let's take some quotes from this section real quick. So uh, the, the Deadly Moose has been using a staff chat discord thread to workshop a post for 05 command and intends to revise one of the posts. Uh, Gremlin asks that they don't do that as it's his job or their job or her job. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the pronouns here. Uh, this individual asks uh, that they do not go back and edit one of their comments in the discord chat as 
This person is trying to, oh, he, he is trying to recap the situation because that's their job. Recap's job is to uh, summarize basically what is going on in Discord. We have a situation where the Deadly Moose wants to retroactively edit one of their previous comments because they're essentially drafting something. And uh, Moose doesn't like this. Um, Gremlin says, I'm not going to do that because uh, I'm supposed to be recapping this. And Moose uh, is, is pretty upset. Basically, Moose wants to go back and edit that, and the recap doesn't, um, which is fair because that's the job of the, of the recap group. Uh, they go on to mention that edits can be made to the recap in you know, the actual text or the footnotes, uh, which we saw that in the October 2021 recap. There's an incredibly long section in the, in the recap, this one right here, um, promotions uh, where, uh, I don't know if I can find it really, but there's basically uh, several points where Moose's statements are um, modified and given footnotes. Um, basically explaining that um, that uh, the information was was incorrect. So basically, this is the recap team informing Moose of how this works. I, I don't know if Moose doesn't know that this is how it works, that you can basically uh, sanitize something by request before the recap is made public. Uh, but Moose, um, whether understanding this or not, takes this as an opportunity to mount an attack on the greater recap team, saying essentially that they have too much power. Uh, because basically they're they're doing what they want to do, and there's a uh, there's a quote here. Moose is further concerned that recap is not um, reading and assessing Moose's concerns uh, about damage being done due to misinformation, citing the recap's policy of allowing expungements for sensitive material. Moose is deeply disturbed and has received insufficient response to these questions uh, that have been brought up for weeks. So I'm not really sure what the misinformation could be uh, because as we've just said, the recaps are sanitized through multiple filtration steps as we've seen. Uh, so I, once again, I have to just conclude that Moose doesn't know how this works. Um, we explicitly saw uh, edits to Moose's statements in the October recap, which this is a discussion of, by the way, where those misinformations are corrected. So I'm not sure what the problem is here. I don't know how you can regard that as having too much power um, or ha having not enough oversight. And Moose uh, goes on to say this explicitly. Yours is the only team not subject to formal processes of accountability and oversight. I'm currently forcing admins to use their established accountability processes, and I haven't taken a we've been stretched thin for years from them. So um, this is a little ironic, and I have to call out some, some BS when I sniff it. Uh, Moose has been excusing the lack of progress on, for example, the censure of Dexanote by admins. Uh, and actually has been weightlifting in regards to this process completely themselves for this very reason. I mean, that's the reason Moose is here is because Moose has single-handedly taken on the task of trying to justify, rationalize, and explain, and then actually defend why a censure for Dexanote uh, and Dr. Dr. Mann uh, secondarily hasn't taken place yet. So absolutely, Moose is uh, taking that we've been stretched for years as a valid excuse from the admins because they're not doing what they should be doing themselves. Moose is doing it for them. And additionally, uh, we can go to a comment here. This is in the joint statement on the censure. This was back in October 2021 20, where the deadly Moose is writing. And there's a section that says, why the delay? Question mark. And then Moose writes this. It was the intent of the administration to post this, but I think it may have gotten lost. 
Due to staff request, I am going to explain. Does that sound like somebody who is uh, not taking <laughs> the excuse that they've been stretched for years? I think that that's exactly what's happening here. Uh, or she goes on, or uh, they go on to write, Ordinarily, I would not have the power to do this, uh, but it is understood that admins need to be accountable to the community, and therefore I hope my fellow admins will forgive me for this. So not only is Moose actually in practice and in what they're doing, um, completely taking the excuse of admins not doing their job, but uh, here the Moose is apologizing for what repercussions might be there for, uh, for them doing the admins' job for them. So um, I, th I think it's I think it's a little confused on Moose's part to say to say that it's also a little confused to say that the recap team is the only one that's not subject to normal processes of accountability and oversight because that's the whole point of the recaps. Really, the theme of uh, contention with administration over the last year or so has been basically that there's a catch twenty two, and that catch twenty two is that. Um, you basically have every team, every uh, snippet, every uh, iota, um, every crumb of authority uh, surveilled and moderated by an administrator who is overseeing everything that has to do with that piece of power, whether it's in a team or, or whatever. So the problem arose when who guards the guards, when it's the administrator's time to actually be at the receiving and subject end of this power, uh, the system gets confounded. That's why the censure hasn't happened yet. Is because the whole thing is completely the whole thing is completely thrown off axis uh, when it when it's an administrator who needs to be addressed. Um, so the whole point of the recap team was to be an extra bureaucratic accountability protocol for these continued and at sometimes blatant episodes of dishonesty from staff and particularly the administrators. For example. Uh, the Serastes incident, which which by now is completely understood as a, a massive um, abuse of power for the sake of a personal vendetta. So this seems like a power grab where Moose uh, wants Recap to fall more under the purview uh, of more administrative power and be captured by that process. That's just the way I'm reading this. Um, I think Moose is trying in, in some ways, not dishonestly or in bad faith, but, but you know, intending this nonetheless um, to really curtail the insight that Recaps is supposed to be giving us. And once again, this is a completely moot point because Recaps are actually edited and modified and they're done so by administrators. So it's actually not true that they're outside this bureaucracy. They're still subjected to the administrator's oversight and influence and orders. So when it comes to this lack of accountability that is being claimed, but I'm not really sure where that is. I would be interested to hear um, where a lack of accountability is occurring with the recap team, not just from Moose, but from anybody who might see things differently. All right. So, um, you know, Moose is, like I said, a, a formidable intellect. Uh, I definitely respect Moose. Um, but there are more points in here in the recap in this section where basically uh, the take is incorrect. One second. We'll try to wrap this up in 10 minutes. 
I, um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's a fairly strange thing, um, to say, uh, I think, I think Moose doesn't understand, uh, oh, there we go, Moose doesn't really understand that, uh, the whole point of taking, you know, um, volume away from the Discord channel is just so that Recaps doesn't have to address it. If it's already on 05, they don't have to address it because it's already public. The whole point of this is to expose, I guess it's a, lack, it's a bad word, give some transparency and some insight to things that are hidden. So if it's on 05, there's no point to recap it. In fact, throughout all these recaps, when it gets to the 05 thread that's created as a result of these things, these proposals, the recap stops because it's all right there. So, um, it's one thing to state that Recap is maybe not going to reduce any amount of confusion, which is what Moose is saying here when it comes to these very complex topics. But what the point is, is that you're taking away, uh, you know, the responsibility, the time sink, and the energy sink from the Recap team who are already, you know, this is already a very demanding job. But, once again, Moose is a smart, smart person. Uh, they are correct in a sense that there's a need here. There's a, there's a philosophical conundrum that's going on here. They emphasize the danger of putting potentially inaccurate statements onto O5, and we saw this in something like Serastes, where everything that was said, uh, that was said on O5 was incorrect. Everything. <laughs> there's not one thing that was correct about the Serastes disciplinary threads on O5. Both of them. So... You know, there's a point here that Bruce is making that's true, which is that basically you do need some sort of drafting forum. You need some sort of capacity to craft your statements and, and you know, investigate them, due diligence, uh, so that, you know, ideally, the Serastis thing never would have been mentioned, uh, never would have been brought up publicly. Um, so, you know, there is a point there. Um, what that is, I don't know. I think that's a valid thing that they're trying to figure out. All right, so um, we'll move on. Uh, I think this is the last thing we'll co we'll uh, cover, um, but I do want to I do want to mention one thing uh, that we've seen in the October recaps and also this one now from Moose, and I expect more of Moose because Moose is smarter than these people. Moose is way smarter than these people. Um, Moose likes to rely on the statement that they are simply trying to protect themselves from harassment. Okay. Um, that is to say, backlash from something that they post onto O5. That's another reason why they don't want this to go on to O5 right away, is because they're they're essentially fearful, which is fine, uh, fearful of um, people, you know, saying things that are maybe not nice as a response to this. So let's let's find this statement real quick. That isn't working. There you go. My harassment concerns are considered overblown, is what Moose states. And this is something that I've brought up over and over again that really needs to be understood, and I'm, I'm quite shocked that it needs to be understood because this is essentially Leadership 101. If you uh, aren't prepared for the high stakes of your words, the high stakes of those words being something that is a, a result of you being in the high position that you're in, such as an administrator, um, then you don't need to be there. 
that's just the territory that comes along with you being an administrator. If, um, you know, pretending like you get a free pass from uh, what is misrepresented as, in my opinion, as harassment, which is actually just criticism, sometimes valid criticism, um, you know, uh, you don't get a free pass because you feel like you're stressed or you're fearful of public scrutiny. That's a pretty weak argument. Uh, it's a pretty weak argument from a pretty weak posture. Uh, certainly something that we wouldn't want to see in someone who uh, is um, endorsing by their position that they are capable of leading a community of people. That's not what we want to see. So I think I think it's a really, really terrible thing to argue. Um, I think the whole wiki is trending towards that direction. And uh, I wonder if... Um, the uh, the joining of criticism and harassment will become so complete at one point because I don't see what's going to stop it honestly um, that um, you will only be allowed to say nice things on the wiki which of course once again um, is is just another death blow to the wiki you can't have that and uh, a critical process whereby your products can be made better. All right, we're coming up on about an hour. That's about all I want to do. So we'll cover one more thing. This one is uh, the next topic, which is Pride Month. Oh, boy. All right. So this is actually the smaller of the two. There's a dedicated um, section about this, uh, this one right here called the ES Incident. And I'm sure this is huge. Yeah, it is. Um, that really is more about this issue. I think this... Uh, this is a smaller sliver of it. So I'm just going to read this because I, I technically haven't prepared notes for this. This is just where we'll stop. So this staff member feels um, that more should be done for Pride Month, although this is now November, such as promoting queer authors. Um, two other staff members recall earlier suggestions uh, that this provides a list of targets for harassment. Okay. Let's, um, let's, let's uh, float an idea. Um, how many people do you think are actively gunning individuals on the SCP wiki for being queer? I would say not very many. Um, you know, if, if we were having this discussion 10 or 15 years ago, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, but this is 2021, technically it's 2022, um, and you're talking about a site that is uh, so where, where the idea of being queer is so accepted that you're you're making an argument for extending the celebration of it past what already has been allotted to it, which is the Pride Month celebration, which I don't have anything against, by the way. So I think it's um, in those terms, in that context, it's quite paranoid to think that um, stating more support for for queer authors is. Uh, going to put you on a hit list for harassment. And once again, there, anytime you, you see the word harassment, um, you can essentially just replace it with critique. Because uh, I'm not de denying that certain people are harassed, but uh, to unilaterally lump it in to um, just the general abstract of harassment is completely dishonest. I mean, it's, it's weak. It's um, it's people trying to get out of, uh, of of having to defend their position. So, 
it's a sad thing to see when people uh, make a more effort to prevent their side from being approached in a critical fashion as opposed to um, constructing good arguments for their position whereby those can be deployed when that when that critique arises <laughs> that's just the way that, that these people operate and when I say these people I mean uh, the, the dominant mentality at SCP alright um, let's see anything else to say here yeah I mean this goes on about people targeting people I mean, yeah, this is basically the, the thread that we saw here, um, which was really concerning. There was a lot of things in here that were uh, that were very, very concerning. Um, I, I think this is going to need a little more time to uh, to write some notes on. So we'll end it there, and it's been about an hour. So um, let's see how far we got through this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe... Uh, third maybe so all right well i think we're getting through this quicker than we would so i appreciate y'all being here um you know we'll probably do this in uh on weekends maybe one day out of the weekend um i'll just make an announcement and um and we'll continue this uh but i appreciate y'all being here and thank y'all